0: Hello and welcome everyone to another DataNode1 podcast. I am your operator and host, Deacon Blue. You may remember me as Zaraz back in the day on the recursion instance of The Matrix Online. We have another interview for you today. It was a wonderful and fun interview with Mr. Manatek from Dark Evolution back on the Vector server. We had a great time reminiscing about the game, talking about old players and old events and it was a great time. I look forward to having him on again one day and some of the friends that he has made contact with that he used to play with back in the day. Unfortunately, this is the desert of the real, and I was only able to contact and do this interview over the phone while this gentleman was returning home from work. So there was a little bit of background noise and some, uh, some lag and... Uh, some interference but it's nothing that we can't handle here on this podcast I just attribute it to uh, machine interference and data nodes starting to have some contact latency because our pirate signal is, is starting to be jammed by machines and rogue exiles but with that said it was still a great interview and so at this time we're going to reach broadcast depth And begin the episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. All right, everyone, we have another interview for your pleasure. And we have Mr. Manatic here on the call with us. How are you doing?
1: Hey, Deacon. Good, man. How are you?
0: Hey, I am doing good. Before we started recording, we were uh... kind of hitting hitting things off a little bit, trying to get get our memories back in check. And uh, you were telling me that you were on the Vector server and the other factions that you were with. But you can just kind of go ahead and take the reins and tell us who you are and who you were and um, when like when you first started playing the matrix and all that fun stuff
1: yeah yeah um so i'm still on those uh, facebook groups and that's how i i saw your podcasts um i i've listened to most of them oh, oh, train announcement in the background
0: <laughs> it's all good
1: um yeah so then it definitely got me down going down memory lane um so I reached out to you a few weeks ago because I definitely wanted to share my stories uh, with my faction that we had and stuff that we, we did in the Vector server. Uh, so we, I used to go by Manatech, Luniac, Manatech. Uh, those that were close to me called me uh, Mana. Um, and uh, I started back in Beta. Um, so 05, 04. I heard you talking to um, Rarebit about the... Um, the third Matrix movie, how it had that extra uh, stuff on the game itself. And, that's right. Uh, that's how I. That's how I heard about it too. Like when I first heard about it, I'm like, "Wow, this is cool." But yes, yeah, like, so our, I saw how your age difference when you played in ours. So you were like what, 13 when you played?
0: Uh, I was 13, uh, going on 14 years old um, when I first started playing. Um, so you know, playing. I was always playing with adults. You know, like I never played. With, I don't think I ever played with anybody my age at all.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, because I was. Um, so when I started, I was twenty-four. Um, and just to give a little background and just what I what I was up to during that time, but I saw that I never played any MMOs before that. So I saw that video on the Revolutions uh, DVD, and I was like, bet, I'm checking this out when it comes out. <laughs> so I used to go on the Beta Node 1, I think it was originally,
0: yep. um,
1: and reading about the different um, trees. And finally, it was like open beta. And at my early recollections was like seeing the, uh, that that first furious angel uh beta video and i was like man this is badass and then logging on um i think i i don't know how i joined digital army but i was in digital army from the from the get-go so then i met some people like guns uh ruger gen x and um started kind of socializing with them and archbishop was one of the guys that um Oh, yeah. I made, I made friends with early on uh, from DA also. And eventually, him and I started DE. So he was like a big influence early on. But the cool thing about Beta, um, I remember being at work and listening to Radio Free Zion during the IPocalypse, uh, the final days of Beta. And I oh, remember yeah. just like listen, listening to it and like, holy shit, I got to get home. And <laughs> I, I I need to log on right now.
0: I got to be a part <laughs> of this. It's going down. The world is literally ending.
1: Right? So I just remember, like, all right, I just got to leave early and just get home. But, um, yeah, man, so that was, like, you know, cool times. And then once the game went live, uh, we were still DA. And I don't know how long that went on for anymore, but I, I want to say that first year, we were digital army and then i remember like at some point the leaders wanted to take a break and they were sick of the game whatever and then they put me and arch bishop in charge of da and and then we kind of took that on and we we recruited a shitload of people and then some time went by and then they wanted to come back and just kind of like all right thanks or we'll we'll take it over from here but at that point we were invested you know we were like nah man like
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know the the hell with that it's like you guys went away and we kind of made it our thing now so i remember being like a hostile takeover um where arch and i he, he was into it and so he we had our own forums and we started like this chat group with all of our people who didn't really care for the the DA leaders at the time trying to trying to you know take what was ours so i remember that's when um i think we chosen a bunch of names and and dark evolution uh was the the one that we were going to go with and that was all decided you know i i don't remember um just the whole forum thing it's I, i think it's non-existent now but like I remember being so immersed in forums back in that day, in that time. Whether it was the the MXO forums mm-hmm. or our own faction forums. Like I think at work I would get like thirty percent work done in a day and the rest of the time <laughs> I'd be in the forums. And I, I think a lot of people were like that too. If you if you were engaged, that's right. how it was.
0: And you know it's 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 funny <clears throat> that you mentioned that because back in the day that was really all we had. I mean, I'm, st- I'm still getting right. used to Discord, right? I'm still getting used to social media to connect my games with, right? I'm, I'm not used to having to have... to not go to a forums. Like, for instance, um, the the I play a lot of classic World of Warcraft right now, and we don't have a forum that we go to. We just use Discord. And... Which is good. Like one, when you finally run into some or run into a group of people that knows how to use it correctly, it's good. Plus, you kind of have like a live chat feed all the time. But I, I still, I still think about, you know, the the forums and how and how they were, and I just don't think we have. We just don't have that type of of of, of um, I don't know if there's a word for it. Uh, like gaming culture. I mean, gaming culture has evolved over the years, sh- sure, and uh, you can de- and, and and a lot hasn't changed. and A lot has changed, but you just you just don't go to forums like you used to to check out what was going right. on. People now in games they're still form post and just and it's it's still there. Um, it's still a thing, but we don't really have it like we used to back then because that's all we had. So any type of communication, any type of social interaction that happened outside the game only took place within the forums. And so I think that's something that we we kind of lack in games these days.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I never played really any MMOs after Matrix, like I was involved with the Matrix. So that was my my first love and my and my only one in that sense. But uh yeah man, like outside the game, we lived in the forums. Um so I just remember like being really engaged and involved at that time. And so when once Dark Evolution came up, um and I remember it being like, you know, that that tension with like the the old DA crew and uh, I still can recall those. Uh, we used to hang out at the Ishin West Hardline. That was like the original DA <laughs> hangout, and we kind of kept that as DE. And I remember um, they would, whenever they a few of them would go online, they would try to gank us at that Hardline, and you know that was always like a like a point of contention. Um, those those fights with them early on. I I still remember that. It was for the for those that were involved, that's some good memories.
0: Now. Refresh my memory. Did, you, you said you're saying there was ganking going on. Now, did you guys switch factions when you created your new your new group?
1: They switched alliances just so they could uh, gank us.
0: Oh, who did they go? Who did they go to? What what side? I think they went machine. Oh man, so they fell from grace like yep. full blown. Like they were just they went complete. They did a complete one eighty.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, yes, yeah. I've always I've been Merv from the get go. I've always found my alignment to be more on the neutral side and uh, the Frenchman and the Merovingian uh, always just um, something about it I knew I was going to be Murr from the get-go and I never switched allegiances I, I was Murr through and through
0: um, that's interesting
1: yeah so then once we had uh, once I had um, once DE kind of started taking form and now we're talking two years into the game um, more like 06, 07 and that's when I think c r two came about, and then the game lost a big population and then um it was you know we we talked about it it was kind of up to us to keep the content uh going, and that's when I think I started doing um the tournaments Cause we we would have like dojo nights within our faction where we go to a dojo and the international district and just mm-hmm. pre- practice of, uh, you know, fighting. And then that kind of took on a whole other um, uh, form into the Vector Olympics and the Vector Cup. And man, those became so, so cool to a lot of work to organize and plan mm-hmm. and actually execute. But for me, being the one behind it was so rewarding seeing everybody come together. Um, and it became like a really big thing within the Vector community because you would have Zion factions and, and machine factions. Uh, we would have like team PvP events, um, and it, it became a kind, of, kind of its own thing, and people would look forward to it. People would show up and, um, and spectate. You, you would always have the, the people trying to mess it up oh, yeah. uh, as well, so that was always fun to deal with. But um, if he ever hears this, he's going to kill me. I, don't, I, I think the statures, the limitations is already uh, in effect <laughs> with this game. But um, one guy that was in our faction early on, he went by Greyhound. I came to find out that he was Bruco, the admin, one of the CSRs. Oh, wow. So once I, once I found out that he was Bruco, he left our faction because he wanted any conflict of interest. <laughs> but I, I still, I still have like a contact with him every now and then, and he would help us out from a from an admin standpoint. He would oh, set cool. up uh, non PvP areas within Vector, so oh he could really tournaments.
0: See, I, n- I never knew about that. I knew that the f- you guys had tournaments and stuff, but I didn't know that you actually ha- had some um, some zones that were kind of partitioned out by the admin. That's really cool. What do you remember? What area it was?
1: I I would always uh, pick different landmarks and different areas to make it interesting. Um, sometimes we would do it in a uh, in one of those fight clubs in the basement. Mm-hmm. But the la- the the lag in there would get crazy sometimes. <laughs> um, but I would try to pick an open area. I I don't remember the statues anymore, but there was like these um, really great parks and statues that had like big rounded. Uh, or building rooftops, I remember being a big yeah. one. Um, but so then he would help set up with the the pacified zones as well as uh, those those system messages, those announcements that would show up in the in the screen, so everybody in the game would see it. He would help organize that, like
0: that's cool. Metro
1: Olympics starting in ten minutes in this location. So so that way, and obviously the the matrix. Uh, the data node one forums that's when the announcement would you know get everybody um, on the same page but uh, yeah man I remember just being a big undertaking and uh, shout out to everybody that that took part in it I still we still uh, on the Facebook forums we talk about it sometimes um, systematic chaos they were huge in that uh, Morpheus Legacy, Mad Bent, Mercio, Tony Jaa those guys were awesome to play with Yas uh, Bromley from uh, SC and um, Furious Angels when when they wanted to come out of their uh, caves and uh, play they...
0: <laughs> or 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 their special clubs where they had guards yeah. outside you know they're talk I I've, you know I kind of thought they would be there um, I thought that they would kind of be in the middle of all that kind of stuff but I guess I guess not.
1: Yeah, no, no. FA they would represent um, on some of the team events uh, that we had had, Um, and besides the Olympics, I would do these other contests too. Like um, I I would put like a hit list on people, and uh, people have to post screenshots of who they killed, and there'll be contests. I try to keep it live, you know. Like I I know a lot of people appreciated um, you know the content that we kept going for the server. Um Mad Ben to this day, like on Facebook, he gave me a shout out um not long ago' cause, like we we really wanted to keep people engaged, and that's all we had like the the live event yeah. team did their part, but it was up to us to keep to keep things fresh and keep things going and um
0: you know, you know that shout out to- that's such a good point because we've talked about that before in different episodes where you know as good as the live events team was as good as all the extra all the all the all the paid people to keep the events going the matrix online had a had a player base that i would say was unique into the fact of almost taking the reins over for some of those live events at the end because they loved the game so much and they loved how the game was uh, how, how the game was played through the live events um it, it's it's you know I feel like that the the if there was a successor to inherit the game it would definitely be the players because they kept things going for a long time and I think they would probably be some of the most loyal fan base too because they kept the game going a lot longer than it probably probably normally would have if you if you think about it because um, because the game was you know it was bleeding chips for a long time um, yeah. But that's that's what made the game great was ex- what exactly what you're explaining. You know, people taking the initiative to organize things and to put together events that that enabled and made the mods want to get involved and to kind of assist you with those things because that's I would assume that's what every game developer dreams of is a community that that wants to do that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I remember even getting six. the the stuff that we were doing to keep the game uh that that was cool to get that from uh soe at the time
0: what did you say you kind of broke up there a little bit Uh, free what free game time was that was that what you said
1: no i said as a token of appreciation soe gave me like six months of uh, free subscription at one point
0: oh gotcha
1: Uh, yeah so that that was cool to to have that acknowledgement you know um but yeah and then every once in a while when we had like the closing ceremony for the Vector Olympics, I remember one particular one where you know, we would have everybody um, everybody show up and we would crown the winners, if you will, and um, I remember we, we did it in the club once, and uh, Seraph uh, showed up, the live event character, um, to take on the martial arts champion
2: oh, from cool. the Olympics,
1: which was Mad Band. So I remember Mad Ben from Morpheus Legacy getting to fight Seraph because he won the martial arts um, event. So that
0: was like, that was
1: that's cool, crazy. That's you crazy know, cool. And
0: it seems like I remember yeah. reading that and seeing that posted because it was like, you know, this person got to fight Seraph, the real Seraph. And I remember thinking, you know, whoa, that's so cool. I, I, I do remember that.
1: Yep. Yep. So that was kind of the impact that we that we had uh, these events. It would be something for some people but, oh, no,
0: that. Um, so with but yeah, man, with some of the um some of the live events that we took part in in recursion um, we we didn't really have I mean we had tournaments and stuff but we didn't have a lot of interaction from the mods that I remember there may have been some at the end of the game's life cycle but I I think it's interesting how. And vector the you know the mods would help not only announce it but create no PVP zones, which would be otherwise foreign to you guys, because you were used to 100% PVP, and and we weren't. <laughs> we 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 were used to always being unflagged. Um, right, right. So it was probably easier for us to to. To put together events than it was for you guys on Vector, and that was something that I always thought was interesting for Furious Angels' involvement was you know they were so PvP, or uh, well they were PvP oriented, but they were definitely more role playing focused. Yep. They were more focused on just being the best of the game, whether it be PvP and RP, like which is odd to think about. You know we're going to be the best role players, we're going to be the best you know uh, PvPers, we're going to be the best PVE. Like they they took the mantle, um, and I always thought that being on Vector was hard, was kind of made maybe even like made it hard for people to do that just to be able to role play
1: yeah well it, it brought that other element of it too you know you, you could still do it but it brought that other element that it was it was a hostile server and if you could get people to come to an understanding and not gank the events or not mess things up it was a, like a mutual respect that everybody had for each other and it, there was always the assholes, and they were dealt with accordingly.
0: Um, well, they're always going to be and, there.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, it was um, – and I, I forget who it was, but there was a time, I think, after the, I had the second Olympics, somebody from Recursion uh, reached out to me, and they, they wanted um, my help with planning their own, and they had their own uh, Olympics. Um, I forget who it was now, but – uh, I, I rem- did go to the recursion server for that.
0: I remember um, Vesuvius talking about um, someone putting together a fight, several fight club tournaments. Um, I know he put together one. I know you put together one. Um, yep. But that was, from what I understand, that was like nearing the end of the game's life.
1: Yeah, I I can't remember the timing or who it was, but it'll come to me. Um, but yeah, man. The only other thing I want to talk about was. Um, just how de dark evolution, uh, just our own people, and at one point, I remember keeping tabs on like how many active members we had. In our forums, we had like maybe four hundred. Um, wow! But I want to say, at one given time, we probably had like a hundred people um, active in game. That's in-game. pretty
0: big for the Matrix Online, honestly. In fact, yeah, he might have been one of the. In fact, he might have been one of the bigger ones because a hundred active like daily logging in is is huge.
1: Yeah, for that time it was, and um, I know I'd have the the other say, oh, quality over quantity, right? Which is is that balance, right? You want to have people yeah. to log on and and have people online to mission with and, and run with, um, but as a lot of the other factions die too, you know, people would either uh, join a bigger faction that was left, but um, I really appreciated all the other Merv factions, uh, Dark Mavericks, Ingus, and uh, Dr. Smith, um, Causality, L.E.T., Vilmar, um, like, we had a cool uh, uh, relationship with the other Merv
0: factions, but, um, the, Mer- the, the Engine Pv- factions always seem to stick together better than.
1: Yeah, so I, I think because we're all exiles and programs by nature, I think we all we all kind of stuck together. Um, but as far as uh, on the PvP side, we weren't as good one to one as like the Systematic Chaos guys, the Morpheus Legacy, even FA. Um, but if you ask those guys, if you were to ask them who who did you always pvp with
0: i always found it interesting that mars central became a hotbed for pvp like that's really interesting to me because for everyone else mars central was like literally the main hub where everyone just stood around hung out and talked and dueled um debated traded like that was that was literally like the just the hangout the big hangout place um and other other people i've interviewed have always said that mara central was like the hot zone like you didn't go there unless you were ready to throw down which is completely contrary to what i'm used to
1: no it was and it was funny it was on a cycle like you log in you have the different times of the day where you knew who was going to be online and all right log in let me get a report who, who's who got mara right now oh, zion's got it machine's got it all uh, right let's, let's let's go take it and uh It'll be like a good hour of just back to back to back to back and trying to take control of it. and then Merrill's would actually uh eventually take it and then we would either give it up or hold it until somebody else took it from us, so that was constantly an everyday, an everyday routine um and then the other thing I wanted to talk about too was um one, so the whole D.E. Dark Evolution um, I think I got the idea in the shower come to think of it um, that the way we evolved was by taking black pill. so the, our whole um, slogan if you will was take the black pill evolve or die and, and that became like a really catchy thing
0: that's and so edgy I- man and
1: I remember when we at one point when we started recruiting people, um, we would have different alt characters uh, called Black Rabbit. So instead of the white rabbit from the movie, it would be a black <laughs> rabbit. And at one point, if we had a bunch of us online and you know, we, we had the whole recruitment process, right? Like fill out an application, go to our forums, um, yeah. leave your info. And then we would kind of talk about internally in our leaders and council, because uh, that's how the forms used to be broken up, right? Your own faction forms, you had your general public section your, section, your leader section, and your council section. So depending on what, ap- what application came in, we would discuss whether or not we wanted that person to join us, if there was any beef or anything like that that would uh, cause a uh, ripple within our, our members. So once we accepted that person, would join us um, we would coordinate a time to be online and if we had a bunch of us on I would tell that person meet Meet at this hardline follow the black rabbit so I'd have another character on go to that hardline and we used to like Uriah I think it was it was a club nearby uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Uriah
0: I know exactly where that is
1: we would have a bunch of in the club while that person went to their hardline would meet up with the Black Rabbit character, followed Black Rabbit into the club where we'd all be waiting there and then we would kind of role play a little bit like oh, so you're ready to take on the Black Pill and evolve yes so I would do the emote the, the handshake or something and then I would tell that person to do the take pill command. And then they would take the black pill, essentially. And I think I would tell them to, um, to um like, su- suicide. So then they would die right there and then, and then we would res them. And that was basically them dying and then evolving into a black pill. And that was, like, the whole routine that we had.
0: That's really cool. One of the best things about The Matrix Online that I remember specifically was recruitment for for factions just like you're explaining um i always had so much fun running into new players that may be like level 12 or 15 and just starting to really get their good abilities and you know we would like run into them and start talking to them kind of like in character and if they kind of reciprocated and you know they were saying if if unless they were just like you know lol what then we would obviously know that they weren't they they weren't into it um but if we started talking to them and they, you know, they they just, they just did reciprocate, they were role-playing, then we would definitely, you know, kind of keep pushing and keep poking to see how, how interested they were. And then, of course, if we could keep them, that's when we recruited them. And we, we would do similar things like that, um, where we would, like, maybe take them to... If we had those constructs unlocked with the keys that you could buy, you know, we would take them to the faction constructs and kind of do the whole... <clears throat> morpheus meets neo for the first time thing um or just take them to like you know what we would designate maybe a hideout for ourselves and 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 you know have some faction members standing there talking to them and introducing themselves and kind of giving them the full experience and that's what i love so much about the matrix online was everyone kind of took everyone kind of took the story and took the idea of what it was to be uh, an operative in the Matrix, and they took it as a, as a personal mantle. Like they they had to con they had to do what every they had to do what everyone else was doing. They had to do what they saw in the movies. They had to you know go out and find people to join their cause. Not necessarily just so much to have numbers in, in a faction in a video game, but to do it just to just because it was fun. And that's what made the game fun. Yeah, and so that was what I enjoyed. I, I, I fondly remember uh, doing lots of recruiting, um, kind of ambushing people, you know, in a, maybe kind of a semi-populated semi, semi uh, populated area, talking to them. Some people would respond. Some people wouldn't respond at all. Um, and, and it was just a lot of fun to be, be able to like, draw in people that way. Um, I specifically remember this one this one really well all the all the apartments in the matrix online were really trashy and gross but there was one particular mm-hmm. apartment in uh, i want to say tabor park south or northeast it's a it's okay. a it's a bigger park kind of a grand, kind of a, a central park looking thing and there's these uh, apartment penthouse type things that you can go into and they kind of surround the park some of them you can go into some of them you can't and cuz you know usually you can't go into a building unless it's um like an actual uh, mission, like a mission, but these, right, these right. buildings, for some reason, you could go into, and every now and then you could find those buildings in the game. Usually, they had well, like,
1: especially downtown. E- e- skyscrapers, exactly, skyscrapers in downtown. You
0: exactly, through, like
1: an office room, hang out there. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And so, y- sometimes they had like a collector or vendor or some type of contact in them, but sometimes they didn't. And there were this there was one particular one we went to, and that's where we brought people in. Um, there was a character that I used to play with called Beenix, and we would, and me and her would go and recruit people and bring them into there, and that would be like our base or whatever. And, um, which is really funny. That's one of the few people in the game that I have not connected yet that I would love to. It's, it's her and one or two other people that I, I, have, I have zero contact with. Um,. Makes you wonder, like, you know, where are they at, and they they have to look up.
1: Where are they now? Yeah, they
0: like, they they have to look up things because I know I do. Like I will I will think of someone that I used to play with, and I will search their name on Google and go to images and like type their name space the matrix online, and I'll just start looking. And every now and then I'll find a screenshot. I'll find you know some some something that's been tagged with their name. So I and, and yep. you know I know people got to do the same thing for us. Um, for our names, and so I, I, I look forward to those days where I, I run into people again. Um, yeah,
1: I, I still, I still talk to some people on Facebook because I, I run like a football, a soccer uh, group on Facebook, and I have a bunch of guys that I played MXO with that are in there that also follow footy. Um, but yeah, I, there's a bunch of names, man. That's like, oh man, I wish I could talk to that dude or uh, play another game with that person. What um, a few people that I would love for you to track down, I mean, it's not hard to track them down, but to get their take on their experiences would be uh, Mad Band. Or either Mad Band, Tony, or Mercio from Morpheus Legacy. I'd love to hear from those guys. I uh, think
0: they might be in the Facebook group. It seems like I remember Morpheus are. Legacy people Yeah, popping up saying that was their faction. And, of course because we we were vector'm or, uh, or, sorry we were recursion like I, I don't know any of the big dogs over on vector so I appreciate you kind of you can be my uh, you can be the bridge to help me kind of figure out who's who over there because um, yeah, no that was the only thing was about it? the game that kind of sucked is we were kind of we were kind of all segregated because of you know server population which sucked mm-hmm. that would have been so much fun if we were all on one server and especially for a lot of events.
1: Yeah, they should have done that at the end, just merged everything, but you know, it is what it is. And the whole thing about um, early, I meant to mention that, yeah, it was sad the game ended when it ended, and but to be honest, I'm glad it did, because if it didn't, I'd still be playing it, and I'll probably be divorced <laughs> right now, to be honest. <laughs> that five years, the time and energy I put into it, man, definitely took a toll on my marriage early on. I had two kids during that time, and My wife will still say to this day, "She's like, yeah, you spent way too much time in
0: that game." Well, you know, I'm I'm glad it it ended. It's funny, video games seem to be like you know, it sounds like an old person. Like games, not like they used to be, but they kind of aren't. Like they're still fun. I still play a lot of games, but but I guess it's because you know, in 2000, what 2004, five, whatever that year that was, you know, Mm -hmm. we didn't have anything hardly online games that were really good we we you know the internet broadband internet was still relatively new not everyone had broadband internet you know people were still using dial-up so not everyone could get online and play a game because they simply just didn't have the means so when you did find a good yeah. game to play especially with a good you know a good video game just baseline video game and then you had a good connection you know it was really hard to pull yourself away because you know we still had like you know PlayStation 1 and 2. You know, that's all we had at, at best. And, you know, online gaming is so prevalent and pro, and, and uh, prolific, I guess would be the name now, uh, the, the word now, that we, we forget that the time period that the game was in was what also made it so good. Good, is because we had nothing online hardly. The few my my mm-hmm. first MMO technically was probably Star Wars Galaxies, but that game had yep. insane amounts of bugs at the time. No one's computer could really play it. Um, you were lucky to get like twenty or thirty frames per second on a good day. Um, the matrix online what seemed to run better on my computer at the time and i had a good computer i had a really good computer back then i'm surprised i even my parents bought me a computer that good back then but it because <laughs> we weren't rich or anything like that but for some reason they I, I got that and it had a you know dedicated video card dedicated ram dedicated all this stuff and so uh, i think that's why back then it was so enticing i, I also played some other online games like you know. Um, that had had multiplayer, ca- you know, capability like uh, Counter Strike, Jedi Academy, a lot of hours into those games, but f- but true MMO that was a part of what we consider the modern MMO RPG genre, there just wasn't a lot out there. So the the communities that were built in those games were people who really really enjoyed it and really I think were were addicted <laughs> because it, it was the first of its kind,
1: right. And let me ask you this, like how many have you ever thought, I'm, gonna, I'm sure other people that played MXO th- think the same thing sometimes. You meet a gamer and you ask them just in the off chance if they've ever played <laughs> MXO. And you, I mean, 10 times out of 10, you never meet anyone in nope. real life that actually played that game. But like, I've always imagined the moment where it's like, yeah, I played that game. Who are you? <laughs> oh shit that was you like, yes i like, like, to somebody by chance that would be like the most amazing thing that, that could happen that you're
0: exactly right <laughs> i've had the exact same thoughts so many times where you know if i ask people have you played this game no we play this game no and I, I don't think i've met anyone in real life that i physically met that has ever played the matrix online I, i've only seen people right. online and stuff um and that's why I, I, I bought uh, the beta testing hat that Vesuvius has on his gift shop is because it's the beta test hat. And if anybody sees that, me I mean, wearing they know exactly what it is. There's no doubt. So oh, yeah. I I wore it in the I airport somebody, a couple of weeks ago when I was on vacation, it. and I was I was like, I hope someone sees this. But even then, like the The community is really small. I, you know, you're probably not gonna, you're probably never gonna run into anyone. And if and I feel like if I ever do, it's gonna be someone that was like, yeah, I played it for a few weeks and then I stopped playing. That's kind of what I expect. Right. Never someone yeah. that I know, probably never, ever, ever.
1: Yeah, that that would be just ridiculous. Um, another person that I'd love to hear from also uh, is another fa. I know you've had a couple of on already, but uh, Broin, because. What that guy used to do with the in-game videos and movies, it was spectacular, man. And um, I was really proud, I guess is, is a word, or uh, humbled to the last uh, video that they did when the game was shutting down. Um, all, all Good Things.
0: Or It was called like and, Not Like This or something like that, or was that a different person?
1: I, I, I think it was called All Good Things. Um, I'll have to look that directors- one up. The director's cut had an additional like um, few minutes at the end where he had different uh, factions uh, take part of the video. Um, like there was an FA part, there was ML, uh, US, uh, I think Systematic Chaos as well, some other people. So that was cool that um, we got to play a part in that in that final video.
0: That's really um, cool. I'm still. And then try-
1: every once in a while, when I get nostalgic, I, I pop that video.
0: <laughs> in and you sit there and cry, and it's like, "I will remember you." Uh, or
1: it's <laughs> the "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" uh, song that, that plays in.
0: Oh man, that's what like I really know? hitting the feels.
1: Oh yeah, big time, dude, big time.
0: I st- I just right. try to use the emulator website form as a means of contacting people that I haven't actually talked to yet and i've i've found everyone but one they have registered on the forums and they've been active on forums within two years which is pretty good honestly if you think about it um so i've I've sent them direct messages and i haven't gotten anything i even got the forum owner i was like can you can you give me their email address i know that's kind of like a breach of privacy he was like if you hit the send email button it will email that what who wherever they actually registered so i was like well it's kind of a long shot especially you know 15 years yeah. later um but i would probably be ecstatic if i ran into some of those people but the fact that vesuvius is still around um that uh oh shoot i'm blanking on the guys we're that are already there, interviewed
2: we're, we're out there lurking in the shadows
0: yeah. they everyone's out there it's almost like you know it's almost like it's in in a way it's almost like the mate you know it's like the matrix is rebooted and we're all trying to find each other the way neo was trying to find morpheus you know he was always online searching his name you know going into mm-hmm. the back door it's 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 almost like we've come <laughs> full circle trying to find each other again because everyone who was involved in the matrix online knows what it is but you got you you really have to look for us but thankfully Thankfully, because of modern technology and social media, it has made a lot easier because for a long time, unless you, like, had their – I mean, I don't even know what, what social media we had back then. We had, you know, instant messengers and email addresses, and that was, that was it. So unless you really got to know someone really well, you, you probably didn't, didn't I mean, you, stay in people, contact.
1: People stayed in contact in the forums as long as you kept your forums alive. Um, yeah, so that, your that yeah your own here. personal
0: website forms, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was the only way to keep tabs with people and and we did, I think, after the game died, I think we had our website for another two years after that, because some people were still playing games, like um, I know a few of us played um, Old Republic,
2: mm-hmm. Aeon,
1: um, and, but yeah, eventually that fizzled away, and then we, we did like a Facebook group or something, uh, and the Discord was never widely used, but yeah now it's all but the funny thing was people whatever game they went on to play that had a online aspect to it like my playstation id my psn is de yeah. underscore man Manatic, you know nice
0: right? <laughs> i probably Actually, should I bro- be file. using my old handle but i just couldn't because it honestly didn't roll off the tongue it didn't hardly make sense and I wasn't, I, I don't know, I just it, you were I, 13. You were
2: 13.
0: I was 13 years old I like, it sounded cool And I wanted, you know But um, that's why I try to at least put in descriptions Of video screenshots, and forum posts Like, this is who I used to be So if anybody's like, oh yeah um, And you know, another thing I like to talk about With people I interview is, you know is if the game ever came back, um, in some capacity, you know, would it be popular, and I always like to hear people's opinions, and in and, and some ways, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think it would be as successful, as much as I, you know, want to dream and fantasize, it probably wouldn't, but if, like, if someone just, like, took the original game and just, like, put it back online again, because, you know, but, you know, dated games these days strangely can have a, um, uh, a life, a longer life expectancy than you would expect. Um, I think our best chances now for for any anything in 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 the in the family of the Matrix Online would probably to hope for a new game of some degree because of the new movie. Um, that's probably our yeah. best bet right now. Um, I I doubt it. I don't. I think. I think the age of um, of what we would consider um cyberpunk which you know that that's kind of a a cliche term now especially with the new you know cyberpunk game coming out Mm -hmm. but that name kind of that name has different implications for matrix people because that's that was that that genre that fandom was 100 percent monopolized by the matrix like there was there was zero zero competing um genres with with the in relation to like fantasy where you have like lord of the rings and you know guild wars and warcraft like there's all these different flavors but for for what we would consider cyberpunk and and kind of techno punk however you want to say it like it was 99.99 percent matrix online so those people gravitated to that one game right so i i think if we had it now um, it's interesting with Cyberpunk coming out, I, I can't help but wonder if we're going to see some familiar names and factions and, and organizations pop up. I, I would totally be down. If- you, know what
1: I, you know what I'd love to see, and I, I'm going to be real with you. So last year was the 10th anniversary, and the, it, it, some AMC theaters were showing The Matrix again, the first one. <laughs> and I went out, and I saw it on IMAX, freaking big screen. And uh, let's just say I took the red pill prior to um, <laughs> watching the movie and um, I was just, my mind was just going a thousand miles an hour as I'm watching the movie and I imagined, so you know, you have like these uh, uh, movie studio experiences, like you have the yeah. uh, G- Galaxy's Edge for Star Wars. Yep. Um, I
0: just came back from there actually and it was great.
1: Okay, so imagine this. Imagine like a like a matrix experience where it would be kind of like this be like this community of people that want to experience the matrix in in our world. and you 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 had like this exclusive pass into this scene. And let, let's, let uh, I didn't take notes or anything when I thought this, but it's I fine. think what I walked away with it was like, imagine you could go to a real life club hell, for example, right? So like you, you go to a nightclub and it was basically something modeled after the movie. Like you you'd have these things that were basically in the movie that made the movie famous, but you could live them out in real life. Right. You you you'd have like um, people can actually buy merchandise like phones. The the chair that Morpheus sit, sits in have like mm-hmm. a rig in their home. So like like basically like open up the Matrix to those who want to experience it.
0: Um, with v- with VR becoming an actual um, yes in house yes. th- uh, consumer product, yeah. that's very po- that that type of video game is very possible. I think. Cyberpunk's gonna have VR capabilities. Someone check me on that. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, yep. but that it's, it's interesting that you put it that way. I, I hope that the movie can spark so- something that something that we can play um, as a community together because you know, even if the game isn't good, just something where we can all kind of get together again and, 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 and just reunite again um, and play and see each other and, and talk and have more stories. That would be in it in itself worth the time and effort, um, but maybe maybe we should try to organize cyberpunk um, for Matrix folks. Um, I wouldn't doubt if the Furious Angels comes out of left field with uh, something for that, because that sounds like something they would want to get in get involved with.
1: Well, especially the the whole VR thing. They were one of the big pushers of Oculus. Right oh
0: yeah, I oh that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'd forgotten yeah. all about that
1: yeah they were pushing that hard um but yeah man i'm i'm also you know like you like we said lurking in the shadows and just waiting for that moment where we all can uh coexist again in the same uh medium that, that'd be cool until then we'll just be you know doing stuff like this re- yeah rehashing uh screenshots in our facebook groups and, <laughs> that's, um, all <laughs> that's all we
0: can do it's all we can do really
1: reminiscing the good old days
0: have you dabbled into the emulator at all
1: i think early on it's been it's been years um i i think it's more it has more capabilities now than when i last tried it mm. but f- for me it's it was a sweet time and let's leave it at that you know like i i couldn't see myself getting into it i'm 40 now 41 i can't i can't <laughs> see myself Get expanding the time and energy that I did then. Now it just wouldn't be the same. You know, it's just
0: right. You know, you're not the you're, you're not the first one that I have run into to say that. They, uh, I believe it was, um, uh, Manic Velocity, that said that. he's like he just he wouldn't want to see the game come back again. And I was like, man, why not? And he's like, eh, it's done. It's over. And you know, obviously Here's here's my kind of response to that. The game's never going to come back. Okay, we're never going to have the live the live events. What the game actually was back then is never ever ever gonna come back. You can't create that again. Um, yep. But I would like to see the game come back to where we can log in and punch each other and fight and you know go into bullet time mode and play around with the combat tree and um, level a character maybe, but and and maybe have a small co- you know small community to poke around on. You know, obviously nothing nothing serious because it's never going to be the same. Um, and even right. th- even Manic Velocity was like, I don't even know about that. And I'm like, man, I don't know about that. I'd like, I'd, I'd <laughs> like to at least play play the game again. I don't know about throwing, you know, a part time job hours into it like we probably did back then. Obviously not. Um, more more like full time, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know, with with what technology can bring us now, I mean, we got video games. I mean, like for, like. You can play Nintend Republic on an iPad now, for crying out loud! So I mean, that's that's crazy. You know, technology is out there to probably get the game going again. The emulator is fun. Um, the only thing you can do is run around and hyper jump. Um, there's no missions. There's no combat. There's no NPCs. There's no story. It's literally just explore, which is honestly pretty for for the game. The small niche community that we have, that's actually pretty good. That's almost probably more than we deserve, and probably ever. Dream yep. of getting after a game has died, but, um, but there's
1: that music too, right, and the feels to it. You, man, you gotta just hang out. Listen, yeah.
0: I'm gonna, I'm going to do a whole episode on just the music of the. Matrix I, I heard,
1: I heard you with Rarebit. I, I'm, I'm with you there, man. The I, music was dope.
0: I got to because, it in, in, as a matter of fact, the music alone. Probably inspired me the most I've had a lot of inspirations here and there Screen, Going back and finding All screenshots and old players was a big one But one day I was just messing around On SoundCloud And I, I just put in the Matrix Online And someone had uploaded all the music All the little, you know Two to three minute to even fifteen second, you know, music clips from random fight scenes to clubs to you know all that stuff, and so I just yeah. I, rem- I remember I just started playing it. I remember where I I think I was just I think I was um might have been driving around at work, but it, it just I, I listened to the whole thing every second of every track, and some of the music puts you right back in it. Oh, dude, it puts me right back in it because it's it had a really good way of blending something new with something that we heard had, we had we had heard had had been hearing i don't know how the mm-hmm. correct way to say that in the movies with the sound effects and some of those metal screeches and m- digital beeps that were kind of like woven into the music it and i was like all right i got i gotta do a podcast i gotta talk because because music is it, you know invokes emotion and it invokes memories and Oh man! Yeah, man. That, that soundtrack alone, I would love to talk to the guy who was the one of the composers. Don Davis is the guy that did the music for the did the music for the movies. He can cons- he he did the music, but there was also a guy with Monolith, and I used to have his name written down. I don't have it in front of me. Who like did all the extra stuff? Um, I don't really know right. who like. I don't know I don't know the relationship. Like, who did what? You know, did Don Davis kind of, like, okay it? You know, obviously, they used some tracks from, from, from the movies, obviously, and changed it around. So it's almost like he was the parent. And, and this guy kind of made, like, offsprings of his uh, uh, tracks of his work. I would love, 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 love to interview him and talk about that because he still does games. He still does music for games right now for Monolith. In fact, he did the music for Shadow of War. For, um, for Monolith, which is a insanely good Lord of the Rings game if you haven't played it. And the music in that is fantastic. And I, I should I have connected the dots, but when I started doing my research, I was like, no wonder I love this music so much because <laughs> it goes back to the Matrix. Duh. Um, but it's the, the Matrix, I feel like, is an unsung hero of what made the game special.
1: Yeah, I say, track those guys down and send them like a cryptic message uh, like, wake up neo or something yes like that. <laughs> totally but like
0: like the matrix has you actually yeah, it doesn't I'd want you to come on a podcast and talk about a game that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> I have looked for this guy actually yeah. I, I I found his LinkedIn profile but you have to have like LinkedIn premium or something to be able to direct message him which I don't have but I've thought about buying it for like a month or something just, just so i can send them a message you can you can,
1: you can do the free It's like a week
0: yeah that's what i should do and just be like dude you get you, i gotta talk to you um and something else too other than the, the music was 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 like the, the the aesthetic of the game you know it had it felt like the movie and for a game in 2005 4 that's a pretty pretty huge feat to pull off how many video games or or something have you seen that's tried to emulate um something that you already know about coming into that just falls flat and it's just cheap yeah. and it's garbage you are like this is this is just ugh. but the major song was how,
1: how many of us will put our graphics in all of the highest settings when we're chilling around the club with our click, and just sit there, put the faction uniform on, yes. and then just take pictures. Yes, I and mean, that—that uh, those are the best times, man. Just sitting around there, kind of like getting, getting in, really getting in that mood, getting yeah. in that scene, and 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 if you're on Ventrilo or not or Teamspeak, you know, you just you you shared an experience together with mm-hmm. all of those people that play the game, and nothing will ever beat that. Nothing can ever bring it back, unfortunately. Nope. It's, it's, the Matrix will always have us for those that, that
0: play that game. <laughs> it it <laughs> has. I love the marketing that they did with the game. Um, Because I believe it was either in the little fold that came out on the front of the box or or maybe it was on the on the very back of the box I think it's in the little fold actually you know what I have the box right here. Let's just find out I forgot it was here. Oh, yep It's like it has the front cover of the game And it's like there's a little fold out on the box and it says the matrix has only been begun to give up its secrets And then on the very back it says I know why night after night you sit in front of your computer (laughs) Yeah, yep. And that was like it's almost like that was a foreshadowing of uh, of the game and how good it was. I always thought it was interesting how people actually did hang out in the clubs and just talked or hung out around uh, hard lines because they always talked about that in that little preview video on the the Matrix Revolutions DVD. They're like some people are just going to log in, dress up, right, and talk right. about Matrix. Other people are going to want to in- get involved. And I remember as a little kid, I was like, "That's stupid. Who wants to just sit around and not, you know, fight?" But you really kind of wanted to sometimes because that was how y- it was—the proverbial water cooler of 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 the game right. to figure out the, the the news and the gossip, um, the the faction the faction news. Um, and then of course, we had the it's central more like
1: that game. It's not like it had like um content where you need there was no raids, there were no dungeons right. uh, so to speak, you know, so b- beyond doing the missions and hitting level fifty was easy, and then beyond mm-hmm. that, what do you do? you just it's yeah p v p it's uh do something with the live event, uh, the new chapters that mm-hmm. came and,
0: um, and we talked about that before in the past, like that's almost like what made the game cool was the end game. The quote end game was the the, the 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 social interaction, the the hanging out, right. the getting involved in the story, which in some ways probably w- w- made the game special, but in some ways may have contributed to its demise. Because at the end of the day, it is a video game, and you kind of need to have some some something tangible to do, something that players right. can actually do. Because not everybody wanted to hang out and role play and, or just get involved in the community. Some people just wanted to just do. Content and then log off, which is fine, you know, everybody's different, and that's why games like World of Warcraft were successful because they it could it really did um it, it catered to players who wanted to do all that, like, there was always something you could do um for every player base. I think the Matrix Online had the potential to do that. I believe that the game, um, the world, the mechanics. Um, and the and just the systems in the game had the potential to to introduce that we had dungeons kind of with those like uh, exile hideouts I think is what they were called yeah um, yeah yeah which is where we went to get like better than average loot. Um, but they weren't instant space, so you had to share it with everybody else in the open world. And I think, if I remember correctly, the respawn timers for like the boss at the bottom of it or the last, you know, the mob was really long. It was like it was like an hour or something. It wasn't like 15 minutes. 10. Right. It was like an hour. So there so. It was like a big deal to go in there with a with a full group. And it's kind of funny well, I mean- in in the emulator right now. Um, they've implemented, and it's kind of funny things like the the, em- the emulator would be dead for like. Two years, and then all of a sudden they'll be like, "Oh, you can do this now, and now you can actually like uh, equip a weapon and like use a, a macro to to like see your gun shoot." um, um But you're not in—you're not technically in combat. You're just showing the animation and stuff, which was gotcha. which we didn't have before. We kind of did before, but we kind of didn't. You can actually like hear the weapon, see the weapon shoot now. Um, and we we so remember
1: getting bored and like trying to get as many people as you could together to take yes. out an age, uh, a level two fifty five agent yes
0: <laughs> and you never and it never happened or did it, I wonder if that ever actually did happen all right l- listeners that's that's the trivia question did anyone ever actually take down an agent and probably costed the lives of hundreds of people but I often wondered if anybody actually did it if it was mathematically possible because they were like two fifty five and we were all fifty like right. most of the time if you were in combat you didn't even hit them you couldn't even touch them so like you could not even do damage so i, um, I remember
1: trying I, I don't think we ever succeeded in, I, unless my mm-hmm. memory is failing me but one thing i uh, talking about the end of the demise and um one thing i wish you did ask rarebit uh was about um uh, how he felt personally when soe announced that, that they mm-hmm. were uh, gonna kill the game and if, to him, that was just, okay, it's over, or...
0: Pissed, <laughs> or he was pissed. If, if
1: it, well, no, no, it's just, if they had any emotional attachment to it, like we did, being on the other side of the table. Um,
0: right, that's an excellent question. I was thinking about it, but I actually I actually didn't on purpose, because, I, I don't know, I just, it, I didn't, I, I was afraid that he would, I mean, not that, I mean... I don't think his feelings would be hurt or anything but i just i just didn't want to bring up bad memories i'm sure talking about the game already enough was was, was enough but right. i just didn't want to broach the subject yet we're definitely gonna have him on again but um i didn't know the personal interactions he had that we don't know about with the company because you know that you know that you know he did work for him he did know people there so i don't know you know he may right. have left on bad terms i don't know and i didn't want to really bring that up or anything because you never know what goes on behind one the thing scenes that was,
1: one thing that was cool too if anyone never saw it, is i want to say. It was called code bomb, not code bomb, but there was this website or these YouTubers that used to uh, ma- review certain games, mm-hmm. and it it was something bomb. And they were on for the la- the last couple of weeks, the last week of the game being live. These guys would have like maybe six different streams where they would go on. on oh live, yeah, 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 yeah and then and then streamed their game and they were there for the very end and we got one of those guys to join DE oh, nice. at the time and he, and he even like joined he was like watching the Vector Olympics at one point oh, cool. I think we had one in the final month we had a Vector Olympics like the final one and uh, it's so funny watching those guys kind of like give their opinion of how our game was <laughs> I had no idea
0: you know so I've seen that before and I I can't remember the name of it either but That's that was a really strange anomaly because streaming was not a a video streaming. Rather, was not a thing. Right,
1: right. At and I don't think it was a live thing. I think they would just go after the fact. I I forget how it was.
0: They just maybe recorded them. Like it was a stream for them at the time, but they may have um, actually uh, it it wasn't live. But I think they actually did stream a little bit live. And I, because I remember them talking about like the chat and stuff. And I mean that was really they must've been like the first people ever to really do that. So to see people streaming the metrics online feels like this strange, um, gosh, this strange time loop where you're like, wait a minute, what are they streaming? What, 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 what? Cause you know, we just didn't have that. Can you imagine the game that we have or the game that we had with modern, you know, social media and streaming and the gaming world? Like I, <laughs> I mean, that's just, I, who knows the live events team might've gone crazy, with um, with
1: it, it would be easier to kind of be it would help some things but probably dilute others too who knows
0: yeah it's, it's hard to tell like I don't know I don't know if that would be a good thing or a bad thing um, when it comes to the game that we had because sometimes the anonymity that we had and especially with the, the, the liaison team right was kind of cool with with being able to role play in the game and being able to be this different person or what have you, you know, nowadays someone you're, they're going to like if you if you were like a live events team member, they were going to find your email, they were going to find your Discord handle, they were going, <laughs> to you know, so there was no way to like right. hide. Um, but uh, I can't I can't imagine and, and, what it would be like.
1: And it was cool when you knew somebody's uh, identity and you knew they had an alt in your faction. <laughs> like uh, yep. one guy, one guy I know. That comes to mind uh in particular was a, a systematica um so systematica and then the d e character is traficante and um i I forget his name for the but he he was in the black market uh faction uh t b m shit his name's escaping me, but I'm still friends with him on facebook but um it was cool when you when you knew people that uh in different uh facts or different orgs all together on their on their uh all characters. Kind kinda like playing both sides of the fence.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Git Bomb or Giant Bomb was the name of it. Giant bomb, giant bomb, that's it. I had yep. to look that up. I'm I'm scrolling through some old screenshots of uh of um Dark Evolution and um just on Google. And I'm recognizing some of these, some of these, pla- some of uh, some of these screenshots because I've have seen them so many times just in my own digging. <laughs> um, yep, yep. It's really cool. Um,
1: where where you look where you look? Oh, at? it's
0: just Google Images. I'm just scrolling through Google Images. Um, you gotcha. I see, you I see, I see some I see some pink <laughs> some pink uh, pink uh, what do you call them? Geese? Uh, you know, martial arts outfits. Um, Oh yep, yep Some yeah, yeah. on. Nights. Dude, I remember. I remember going to the Kill Bill bar in International District yes. and having. We had. We did. We did have like turn. Tur- I guess we'd call them tournaments. It was more like everyone just kind of duelled and we just kind of whatevered. Yeah. Um, we did that all the time. Um, I feel like the International District was potentially the first. I felt like that if there was going to be an expansion pack, that's they would have expanded that because there was so. I mean, there was so much to do with like, you know, Chinatown and the Yakuza being low key exiles and Merovingian uh, agents and you know the the criminal underworld that you know they, Chinatown and these international districts could have had, um, and what they meant. Right. I felt like that could have been a, a whole expansion and and into. And like, wasn't there a the part of
1: the map that was kind of like? open and made you think that there was going to be an expansion there too
0: not that i so would like down, downtown
1: international richland the I, other one and there was like this other area that's like oh is that going to be something later i
0: remember in the emulator there's certain hard lines that are just like um like copy and pasted from different sections of the game but i think they were just used as um I guess you would call them like private instances for role playing for the live events team to use, where it looked exactly like the um, the the Oracle's Park or something, to where you know you could you were in there, but you were you weren't in the actual mega city. That way, you know, some rando level one can't right. run, run up naked and start dancing on you. Th- <laughs> um, that,
1: that was the place where we did a lot of our um, uh, Vector Olympic uh, yes. uh, c- scenarios. Was the or- the Oracle's Park? Yeah,
0: it. it's where the Burly Brawl was. Um, they, 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 there was a missed opportunity. Well, I guess the, the, since the matrix was reset at the end of the third movie spoilers for those people by some miracle listening and hadn't seen the third movie that, that uh, even though the matrix was, had, was reset. I always thought that would have been, it would have been cool if they had like a huge hole in the park where Neo had taken out that pole and there was just still like a hole there from where he like pulled the pole out of the ground. Um, of course, in that that they, that would have been fixed during the reset. But I was I always went over to and looked for it because I was like, it should be here. The hole should be right here.
1: <laughs> and then what? Uh, besides the white room and then the hallways, were what was the other like areas that was not accessible to all?
0: All right. So that, there was the 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 chateau. Everybody had their
1: uh. Everybody had their white room screenshots at one right. point.
0: Right. Oh yeah. You know, I didn't. I was one of the few people that never glitched in and got to the white hall got to the white hallways or the white interrogation room i never got to go there um so well, when i started playing Bru- emulator Bruco, that was the first place i went to
1: <laughs> Bruco would take us there plenty of times <laughs> i, I, never, yeah, got
0: trouble. Trouble, yep. I got, never got in trouble i got never gotten yeah so so the con so like you could purchase the construct keys this was implemented later in the game it was almost like i guess yeah. people wanted private role-playing areas um i'm sure the vector people did too but um and you had you had, you had to have a certain amount of reputation with your faction. I can't remember how much. It was a certain number. Mm-hmm. And then you went and bought the keys from these respected vendors. So, like, for the Mirror Engines, they had the Chateau, which was super, 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 super nice. The, and we had Club Hell. Yeah, oh, well, of course you had Club Hell. And then the yeah. uh, machines had, like like a penitentiary prison, which I actually never knew about until I went and messed around in the emulator. Um, it was, it's just like a prison. It's just like a like a federal prison. Um, you can't get in, you can't get out, but you have to have the construct key to get there. It's not that pretty. Um, it's just the kind of is. They also had just like a normal office building, which kind of side note, I always thought it was cool how uh, the machines and the the machine faction associated some of their stuff with like... Corporate office or prisons, like sit in your cu- cubicle, do your job, you know, right, right. F- get you know, like toe the line, you know, be just be a drone in the system. Which you know, that's almost like a jab at like, uh, I don't, I don't want to say corporate life because just or just like your mundane job. It's interesting how that was associated with, uh, with the yep. machines, especially those who had like the, um, uh the 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 machine it was like a disguise you could put on and it had like it had like government printed on the backside of the of the of the SWAT bulletproof vest which I just I don't know always just I got a kick out of that and then um, of course Zion had the the cage right the the Zion we had we got dude. We we got the short end of the stick. We just had like the rundown building with the fallen-in sheetrock and the spiderwebs hanging off the walls and the the crappy leather chairs and the weird uh, the weird rotary phone and just like it was just like a dump. It was just like a, it was like the place where, the, where Neo. Met Morpheus for the first time, where they where they plugged him in, and right. it was literally like carbon copy of that kind of that kind of aesthetic. So everyone got all these cool places, and we got like a rundown nineteen thirties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, remember the, the
1: Metacortex building? Uh, oh, oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It was always fun to go into the actual landmarks in the movie.
0: Yes, I'm. I'm so glad they actually put those in the game because they they didn't really have to, but they did. Um, and the Metacortex building was, you you know, you had to go there. Once you went, got, once you got high enough to run around downtown, that was like, you had, you had to go there. You absolutely had to go there. Um, I think I had some fights in there from from the Olympic tournament. (laughs) That's super cool. Do you remember the, um, oh shoot, it escapes my mind. The, the, the Hypercube, I think, I think it was called. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the other monument that's like the stairs and it's just like, like four little tiers. And there was a door at the top. Do you There's remember? There was a that? door.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think
0: that was called the. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Um,
1: and then uh, Ouroboros. I remember things. thing. Oh,
0: one of my first questions to the emulator guy was, "Did that door at the top of that monument actually connect to something? Like, because you know you have the code, or at least part of the code. You know, does it connect to anything?" And he said it didn't. And I was so bummed. I was so <laughs> bummed. I was like, "No, that was supposed to so- go to like." that was supposed to go to like the architect or something like i wanted that right, to be right. something so bad and and he from what he can say he said there's nothing there's nothing there um, that he can see which is really weird because it's not even like an ornate door it's just like a basic wooden door that you see in every other building in the game but it's slapped on top of this Huge monument in the middle monument, of the city. Yeah, so I thought that's so it had weird. Mean, it had to mean something. Had to. So maybe maybe he just un, he's unable to see it. Maybe it was something that was never planned. But it's so weird. Now if it had been like an exaggerated stone door, then that would have been. Oh, that's just part of the. You know, that's just part of the monument or whatever. Like that's the artistic. That's part of it. But no, it was like almost like it was a glitch. It was just like a random door on this random monument and it and so it drives me crazy I, I wanted that to mean something so bad I was so bummed
1: one thing I do remember asking whenever I'd see the Merovingian uh, live in game um, I would say something about the the, the eye of the oracle because I remember in the movie that's, that's what oh, he was yeah. after and then I was like Monsieur Patron we shall get the eye of the oracle for you or something like that mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I always wondered what he meant by that too Did he? he literally mean? Did he literally want her vision, or did he want like her physical eyeball?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's what Smith got in the end, right? Like he. um, Yeah. Well, yeah, not in the end, but when he took over the Oracle, having Mm -hmm. what access to what she had access to. Yeah, man, good times, dude. Uh, Definitely trip down memory lane. Oh yeah, I appreciate you uh, filling me in,
0: dude. Yeah, Uh, um, and we'll have you on again. I'm planning on getting a large group of people on here to talk, because um, I can only yeah round table because I can only I can only invoke so much in, uh, memory. But if some of you guys get together, I would love to record that. Um, just kind of a just raw audio of you guys kind of talking and stuff. Um, I'm definitely going to have rarebit on again, um, and we'll probably talk for three hours because um, it was like midnight we were talking, and I I really didn't need to be up that late, but I, <laughs> I had to snag him. But we're gonna oh, have he's him probably on again.
1: California time like me.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're we I
1: would love I would love to have a round table with the guys that I mentioned: uh, Madman, Van, freaking uh, Mercio, Tony, Vilmar, Broin. Um, like you said, you could have a T-bone oh. races with his presence.
0: <laughs> well, I, I guess I'll I'll kind of. Give an exclusive update on that on for your for, for your particular episode. I have I haven't told anybody, but I I have made contact with T Bone, and that's all I'm going to say. It it right, I have right. made contact with him. Um, nothing is in stone yet, but um, the fact he responded was a quantum leap for me. I'm probably going to fanboy so bad. I'm going to have to like take medication or something, so I'm not just like. <laughs> No, not really. Um, yeah, it'll be so much fun to talk yeah, to him. Yeah,
2: sure, uh, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll have to go out and 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 uh, I'll at least get me some. Um, I might like get a, like a white bathrobe and put it on and sit in, in my <laughs> in my chair and turn on some Rob Duggan and 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 just start uh, getting into it. But uh, well, man, it was so much fun talking to you. We will have you on again, um, and. You're more than welcome to hit up all your if you if you are in contact with some of those guys that you used to, to play with. You're more than welcome to to get in contact with them and see if anybody's on board and we'll we'll schedule something out and we'll talk and do like an hour and a yeah, half of, sure. kind of stuff and you're you're more than welcome to do that because I I'll be honest with you. I I have been contacted by so many people I'm, I'm it's starting to get confusing i'm having i'm having to like keep a notepad of everyone because it's hard to keep up so anything like that right you back. can do is, is it, it will go a long way because you remember these people i did i can remember the recursion people better but yeah, um, man,
1: I, like, like you said i'll, I'll be your bridge to the vector piece yeah. and uh we'll get something going again with a with, a, with the with a round table
0: absolutely well man um, thanks for coming on and we will talk to you later all
1: right man out
0: everyone that's going to do it for another episode of the data node one podcast thank you so much for listening please email me at data node one podcast at gmail.com if you have any stories or any screenshots that you would like to send me please check me out on data node one podcast on twitter hit me up on discord hit me up on discord at deacon blue hashtag nine five six seven hit me up there And we can talk about the Matrix, we can talk about the podcast, anything you want to do. Also, we have an Instagram at datanode1podcast. We post screenshots and all kinds of fun Matrix Online themed things there. So go over there and check us out. Again, thank you so much for listening. It's a pleasure anytime I get to give you guys more Matrix Online content. And so with that said, we're going to be leaving broadcast depth and shutting things down and we will be seeing everyone next time